Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Danielle, and you're listening to the Spooky Hour. Hello, friends. Happy day before Halloween. It's We're going to call it Halloween because we're not releasing this on Tuesday. So happy Halloween. <laughs> yeah, happy Halloween. So I exciting. hope everybody's having a spooktacular day. I did nothing this year for Halloween. Um, for the first time I'm just in tired like, since birth forever we might um you inspired me we might paint pumpkins um oh yeah so we're handing out candy at my mom's and my sister's like should I get pumpkins to carve and I'm like I mean straight up I do not have the energy to carve a pumpkin <laughs> like that's so much work so I was like what if we paint them my dumbass so I might both. do that so I did I've, you do it yet no because Riv, Riv finally napped today he's been on a nap straight <laughs> uh, so he's napping still I think or up here, I'm running in the living room, but um, we were going to carve a pumpkin today because we were like, one, I can't, Stuart's at work tomorrow, so I don't want to do it without him. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have Riv tomorrow, so we were just going to do it today. So I think we're going to do it after dinner and then okay, immediately go to bath. <laughs> Send me pictures. I will. Yeah, I just did not have the effort to plan anything this year. Mm-mm. I went and got tattooed yesterday. Um, and that's kind of like a Halloween tradition for us at this point. I was going to say, you go every Halloween, so it's kind of fun. Yeah, neither of us dressed up this time. In all fairness, my tattoo artist got into a car crash on her way to the shop, so... Uh, um, thankfully, she's okay. Thankfully, she's okay. Um, it's a bit of a stressful morning, but we all made it through. Uh, but yeah, I'll paint some pumpkins. We're going to hand out candy at my mom's, but that's all I had the energy for. Yeah. We did a lot early October. Yeah, we, we did, did like the we did the pumpkin patch. We did like a spooky market thing. So I got it in early so that I could relax. Now that's what I'm telling myself. We have to now we have to carve those big ass fucking pumpkins that we got at the pumpkin. Patch. Yo, they're huge. They're too. So big. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in them? Just like a traditional jack o' lantern face. Stuart's gonna do like a cutout one that he has, and me and River just gonna do something. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We will draw it, and Stuart will cut it out, and. Riv can clean it all out. Oh, that's what I didn't get. I didn't get Polaroids. I got Polaroids last year. Oh, I'm going to send Stuart out to go get some. <laughs> that's what he's for. Um, but yeah, we hope you yeah. guys are having a good Halloween. Uh, if you're doing something fun, let us know. I don't I'm know. seeing we'll everyone's live vicariously like, through you. I'm, I guess like because before Halloween, everyone's partying this week. Like this, well, yeah, this the past weekend, weekend. Yeah. So I was watching everyone's like stories doing Halloween shit. And I'm like, Ugh. I'm too old for that, but you all look great. <laughs> yeah. There were so many parties and people like in our age group, and I was just like, wow, I'm in bed at 9 p.m. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally. Good for you guys for powering through and keep going because I don't have it in me. <laughs> the, the most our Halloween, Halloween party. Go of, ahead. I was going to say the most Halloween I've done is played like the. So I play Call of Duty. Um, it's like the most toxic thing of my life. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> They have like a we all have a vice. It's okay. We do. They have like a haunting thing that comes out every year. So I've just been playing that. So that's as close to Halloween as I get. I get to be a zombie. We like we like to watch all the Halloween marathons, like the Halloween movies, mm-hmm. like Michael Myers. Um, I think it's AMC every year. Always has like all of them playing on a loop. I was gonna say so AMC that's... has like just it's like constant. Like yeah. So we watch that all weekend. Um, but yeah, that's it. And then like. Maybe next year we'll dress up and sit in your house for a little bit. Leave by nine, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Because I'm not. That's my I'm, vibe. A nice low-key Halloween. 
Yeah, we didn't even decorate this year. Usually I'll decorate the porch for even like fall. I didn't do that. You had your two giant ass pumpkins. That was enough. That's exactly it. <laughs> we found a skeleton, but River loves it so much. So it's in our house. He like hangs out with them. That's <laughs> his best friend. Yeah, literally. It's, it's at a his, skeleton like, in Santa. That's so funny. Is he ever your kid? Like, <laughs> I know. I was out with my sister and they had like all the Hall- uh, Halloween, all the Christmas stuff out at um, Walmart. And uh, we have like the snowman version. And then they had like. It's like just a little snowman, like literally the size of river. And then they have yeah. the size of Santa. So Emma's like, I'm getting this for him. And so she brought it home and he has not stopped talking about it ever since. So, And now it sits in your living room, probably year round. Like it's probably never going away. No, we went to Walmart today and we were walking back just to get like shampoo. And it's the same area as like seasonal. And yeah. River just started screaming, Santa! <laughs> and then ran away from me. So... <laughs> I was like, this isn't why kids get he's, kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> he's Hondo P, your child. Absolutely. Yeah. Until, um, until he has to eat, then he's Stuart's. <laughs> so picky. Before we get into the episode, uh, yes. we just wanted to say we will be taking a break after this. Mm. Uh, no real time frame in mind. Just no. another mental health break. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Like, I wouldn't you know, expect us back before the end of the year. Oh, gosh, no. No, no, no. no. Yeah. L- longer than that. That's, like, we're almost at Christmas. Uh, I have a, a friend who is due on Christmas, and she messaged me being like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm, like, seven weeks out. I'm like, what? Like, wait, Christmas is, <laughs> wait, like, seven wait, weeks? What? Hold on. <laughs> wait what? a minute. <laughs> so, yeah, no, seven weeks is not enough for... Uh, the amount of napping i need to catch up on yeah no and uh so we'll let you know uh probably maybe early next year we'll see um that being said like after halloween is kind of our dead season anyways like we everyone goes to hibernate yeah well not only that but like in terms of listens and stuff like our listens just drop after halloween so like you know maybe the people won't miss us (laughs) i yeah probably not (laughs) But yeah, we'll we'll keep you posted. I'll be active on social media whenever I'm not napping, uh, and we'll give you a timeline when we have it. Uh, but if you ever want to shoot us a message or whatever and say hello, I'll answer when I see it. Yep. And that's it. Yeah. So yep, yep, yep. in the meantime, uh, we will get into. We're gonna call it a Halloween episode. Mine's kind of inspired by Halloween. You said yours is terrifying, which is terrifying. Yeah. It's like the fact these people exist is terrifying. Great, love Done. that. And I'm, should we get into it? Yeah, I'm first, right? Yeah, you said it. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, like, I remember. <laughs> girl, that was like five minutes ago. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about McCammy Manor. Um, so I have not heard of this one. I'm very surprised. So it's like all over Netflix. Like it's on. Um, oh my god, what is it called? The Dark Tourist episode, and then. They have like a whole like Netflix, a newer one that it's on it. It's just, this place is fucked. Um, (laughs) So it's a haunted house attraction. um, And it's one of those like extreme haunted attractions where it's just, yeah, like an endless waiver that you need to sign. Yes. Yes. I know the one. So I wanted to talk about like, it's obviously not like 
terrifying in the sense you're being chased by a ghost it's terrifying in the sense that like these people exist not the people that want it done (laughs) the people that are like yeah i'm gonna do this and like i'm gonna sign up for this the one where they like like literally like abuse you essentially through the whole thing right like yeah it's not like you know wonderland's cute little haunted fest it's like an actual like Like, shit your pants they could like break your bones it's fucked like this place is like i don't understand how this place operates but um it's the waiver (laughs) it's yeah literally the waiver it's like an endless page waiver that you need to sign so it operates year-round and i think it only goes on weekends um some tours can be up to eight hours or even 10 hours long now oh my god yeah it's found and no one's ever completed it um it's founded by russ mccammy it was originally done on his property in san diego before it moved to tennessee in 2017 i honestly think he got ran out of san diego sounds about right yeah and now there's a second place the second location that's opened up in alabama i believe um so this attraction has an apparent waiting list of over twenty seven thousand people what the fuck yeah <laughs> fucking nuts <laughs> like i don't even want to go through like the local maze in my neighborhood you know what i mean like yeah that's it's, too much for me <laughs> it's insane like i get like everyone has a kink but like come on <laughs> Um, we're kink shaming (laughs) no (laughs) there is um so there's no entrance fee so you don't pay anything but they accept dog food for mccammy's dogs oh so this place runs off it's literally like a a non-profit like it doesn't make any money at all it doesn't ask for money doesn't make money um so you have to be 21 years old years old to participate um but i think it's just the tennessee location i'm not sure about the alabama one but they do accept 18 to 20 year olds as long as you have um uh, your parents consent parental you need parental consent that's wild yeah um which is insane so this this is their criteria you have to like meet to like even participate and it's actually stated on their website so it includes the age limit i just mentioned um complete a sports physical and have a doctor's note saying you're physically and mentally cleared you have to pass yeah you have to pass a background check you have to be screened via facetime like from like facebook or a phone call um you have to have medical insurance you have to pass a drug what the fuck yeah you have to pass a drug test which also needs to be done the day of participation and after all of that you can finally sign your waiver what the fuck yeah so that liability waiver as i just mentioned um apparently in it it states that you can't leave the experience without the staff's permission um staff are supposed to stop um if a safe word is used though so during the tour you can be subject to forms of physical and psychological torture which includes broken bones teeth and fingernails being removed and you can also be drugged i like how they're like you can't get high or you can't have any drugs in you but we can drug you drug you yeah Yeah, that's fucked yeah you can be waterboarded which apparently they say they don't do but they actually do it um they can force you to eat or drink unknown uh, substances substances yes (laughs) (laughs) my mind was the look around the room for me you're like I was just like, why can't I say like that easy fucking word? I don't know. (laughs) You can be bound and gagged and be physically assaulted. I don't get how this place, like I said before, like exists or how it's legal. But like you said, the waiver. Um, And the waiver is 40 pages. That's so fucked. 40 fucking pages. You think anyone actually reads that? Probably not. No. No. Originally when it started, like once it started, it didn't stop until like they ended it. Like you kind of like 
either like fucking pass out or you they know you can't take anymore so they didn't input safe words um as i said so the participants um so that well, they didn't have it before but they did input it now so you can like go in and like put in your safe word and they're supposed to stop it immediately now um so not one person has made it all the way through an eight hour tour wonder why um, they inputted a 10 hour tour called desolation. And if you apparently complete that one, you get 20 K, which wow. I think is fucking bullshit. So I don't think they have 20 K at all. No, they just don't expect anybody to make it through the end. Exactly. So I think their 20 K win offering again, like bullshit because they know they won't make anyone last that 10 yeah. hours. Cause they know people's limits and stuff like that. And they, I'll, I'll get into it, but it's like... I wouldn't even make it through, like, the pre-waiver signing. No. And they, like, <laughs> they'd be like, hold on, you have how much anxiety? <laughs> apparently, you, like, go to one spot, and they, like, kidnap you. They, like, put a bag over your head, throw you in a van. Yeah, no. It's like, no, absolutely not. Um, so, the other issue um, is... Um, hold on. Do, do, do. It, yeah, people are subject to like these people to torture apparently they're just like random people that work there like like they could be like high school kids like he doesn't like it's not like you have to meet a certain criteria to be able to torture people so hold on you gotta you gotta jump through hoops to go through it but like any tom dick or harry can work at it literally like so they're not trained on what to do when someone like loses consciousness or like they're dying there's no first aid or anything like yeah like they don't cool like it's not like like you could go do like there's a thing the one thing they do a lot is they drown people um like they they push their your head underwater or they waterboard you but there's a thing called dry drowning yeah and like they don't train people on that and how to avoid doing dry drowning. Yeah, you you could die like days after, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they just like they don't like teach these pe- like people to know the limits of like certain torture, I guess. Um. So these these people have no idea what the fuck they're doing. Just know how to be like vicious dicks. Um. Some of the people who do the torture were guests guests previously, so it's like wild um, <laughs> there is an article that what's the the batman quote you either die a hero or live, live long, long enough. enough to become the villain yeah yeah literally sorry i had to get a water break it's very dry in my house um so there is an article um that interviewed the people and one guy is named andrew sweeney and he's quoted saying and i quote i'm not gonna lie i go hard on the big guys i've got three kids a lady and six dogs a lot is going on in my life so this is a great de-stressor that's unhealthy i don't know (laughs) isn't that fucked it's it's kind of almost like a purge the way he the way he said that sounds like the purge like literally it's my one time a year that i could just you know go to the gym someone's fingernails off just go to the gym you fucking twat like yeah (laughs) um he also said and i quote um likes to use plastic restraints and a and a rope with an airtight plastic bag that fits snug over an adult head Um, that sounds like attempted murder i don't know (laughs) yeah so another one his name's ryan lawrence and apparently these people like listen to this shit like that gets talked about them and like they'll try to argue with you so I'm just name bombing them. So if we, if we get any fucking comments, like, <laughs> um, 
So Ryan Lawrence, he said, and I quote, I'm the enforcer. I'm here to make sure no one makes it out. I get carried away. I don't really have a line. That's good. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's once awesome. again, verging on that attempted murder. Right. Um, so the owner is quoted saying, and I quote, this is a live theatrical performance. It's not real. If people were really hurt, we'd be shut down. It's smoke and mirrors. So he's suggesting that everything that people have come out and said has happened to them isn't real and that they limit it to just like making it like a fear experience. Like it's all in your head. And I'm like, no, you were like almost (laughs) killing people. I mean, if... If people come out with a broken bone. Yeah. I don't think they just imagine that. And they're kind of like, we have to put it in the liability waiver that you could suffer broken bones just in case. But like, we don't break your bones, which is not true. (laughs) (laughs) So um, he is an ex-Navy guy and thinks, I guess that makes him all tough. Um, He just sounds like, like, they all sound like sadists to me. I don't know. Like, they're just sadists. They're straight up sadists. Yeah. Apparently, he also hates swearing. So if you swear during it, like if they like punch you and you like, oh, fuck, it increases your torture. I've like sworn. So I'd be dead. Like I'd literally yeah. be dead. That's so fucked. The, the moral line is so blurred here. Yeah. You can't swear, but I will cut your fingernails off. Yeah. Like, isn't that like, why? So, um. As you can probably already tell, there's a lot of controversy around these the, the these extreme haunted houses. I don't even know what to call it. Haunted Use that term loosely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, from people flat out just saying, like, these guys are fucked, which we are doing, um, to participants actually getting very hurt. So Laura Hurts Brotherton, um, she participated in 2016, and apparently she used a safe word multiple times for quite a while. Um some articles I read said several minutes. Another one read it was like an hour um, before the employees actually stopped torturing her. Uh, once she left the place, she went straight to the hospital um, to document her injuries, which included a fractured foot. Apparently, she was waterboarded, tased, tased. Imagine being like waterboarded, have water all over you, and then fucking tased. Oh my god! Yeah, you could die. You could literally die. This so I know they sign a sign a waiver and like they can't be sued or anything, but like, where does the line blur between assault and like the attraction? Yeah, like there's nothing that goes in my head that's like I want to do this. No. No. No, it doesn't sound the least bit appealing. No. She was whipped in her face and she was shaking so much, apparently the people thought she was, like, seizing. Oh, my God. Yeah, and didn't do anything. Didn't do anything. Um, she So every time you... Apparently every single time you were filmed throughout the, the whole thing, and I guess that's, like, a safety thing for them, which I'll get into that in a minute. But you also have an exit interview where she um, she actually gave a positive review of the place, but she later stated that Russ actually threatened to sue her if she didn't give a positive testimonial. Um, so she did attempt to file charges because of her foot, but because of that waiver she signed, she couldn't. Yeah, you can't. No. And so they, the Russ guy said that she was lying and that none of that happened. Like everything she said, getting waterboarded or tased didn't happen. And I'm like, but you film it, so provide that video. And they There's, won't. Yeah. They won't. Um, so apparently the participants, um, as I said, is always filmed. The full torture is always filmed, but Russ, um, edits these videos and refuses to give full videos. So the videos you see online are almost like toned down. And apparently like the torture received 
is a million times worse than those videos because he edits those parts out. Yeah. So the ones you see online, you're like, yeah, I could fucking do that. You're just getting like slapped or whatever. Yeah. But like people, there was one, this girl got, it's always the women, got put into um, like a cold, like a storage freezer and had cold water dumped on her. And, and she was like frozen, basically. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so again, he just edits those parts out and doesn't provide full videos. Um, I think this place is fucked. So I was on their website reading their frequently asked questions and the, que- there was a, there is a, a, a question on their website that they didn't answer, which really bothers me because it just shows how fucked it is. So the question was like, this is from their frequently asked questions page. Can we be injured at your haunt? And the answer is, you must be, and I quote, because it's right from their website, you must be in excellent health to participate in extreme tw- in the extreme tour. You'll incur very physically and mentally demanding environments. Make sure to follow the rules. You must read the warning page and sign the waiver form before you enter the haunt. Do not attend if you have medical conditions that m- might cause you an injury. Do not enter our haunt if you are prone to seizures or have any kind of respiratory conditions, especially asthma or heart conditions. Do not enter if you have broken bones, casts, or are pregnant. So you didn't answer the fucking question. You just said, hey, this is our waiver. We could fuck you over. <laughs> they, they danced around the entire question. So yeah. it was like, on and it was website. almost putting, it was almost putting the onus on the person. Like, well, if you're injured, it's because you were injured before. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, literally. They're like, hey, we're not going to answer your question because we will torture you. But if we say like, if, like we can hurt you. But if we say that, we could end up fucking ourselves over. So we're not yeah. actually going to answer the question. And it's actually all on you. Yeah. It's your fault if you're hurt because you were already hurt before you got here. Yeah. So it's what like, they said, basically. <laughs> yeah. So to me, there's always like bad and shitty people in this world. But the fact that these people who run this are openly like, yeah, I get off on torturing people. That's what's terrifying to me. And that's why I wanted to talk about it because it's like, yeah, like if you want to do it, whatever, do whatever the fuck you want. But these people are like essentially lying to you in a way. They're not telling you the full story where you could like, this could literally be your last day on earth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, they're, they're doing nothing to guarantee your safety. Really? No, they're just getting off. On, I don't like, know. Shit for themselves. I understand a jump scare. Like, totally. I, I get, like, we, we went to the Halloween haunt, what, two or three times? Like, I get it. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. That's not, you're that's losing not, the fun part. <laughs> like, that's not like a, like a thrill-seeking adventure that I don't think people want to be involved yeah. in. And I think they're I, false advertising with their videos. Yeah, I think so, too. I think for the person who wants to do that, I wonder if it's like a, I'm going to test my limits type of thing. Yeah. Like an adrenaline thing. Um, But I don't know. I just feel like there's like marathons and stuff for that, you know? (laughs) Absolutely. What are those like those mud runs and shit like that? You know, those are a lot more (laughs) lighthearted. Yeah. Just make it like spooky. Have someone like chase you through the mud, you know? Jesus. But. Wow. What is this place called again? The McCammy Manor mccanny manor well yeah. remind me to never go there no <laughs> it, it, the second location's in alabama so i mean like i have no plans on going to alabama so or tennessee <laughs> or tennessee but wow um, well that was a good one for halloween it's just really fucking scary and like that guy yeah. is a fucking he's like we're not making any profit but here's 20k if you can survive it and that's the thing he's like 
No one has ever made it through. Does he have sponsors? How does he keep this running? I don't know. He funds it himself. I have no fucking idea. So this like uh, someone check his basement. I don't know. This is given right? like serial killer vibes, <laughs> right? It really is. And he's like, how can I get away with possibly hurting people to like the most extreme I can without going to jail for it? Yeah. No, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. And you're just like feeding into his like fascination and like the people who yeah. work for him, their fascination yeah. on it. It's yeah, it's a insane. weird, it's a very weird thing. I don't like that. And I've I'm, seen, I've definitely seen videos and I know what you're talking about yeah. now, but like. And I'm calling straight no. bullshit. They don't have fucking 20K. They know No, they definitely don't have 20K. And they're going to force you out before that 10 hours. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel like the only person that can make it through is like the, well, no, because they work there. I was going to say the type of person that works there, but there's people that work there that didn't make it through. So that, yeah. 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 It's fucked. Yeah. Absolutely well, fucked. So, good one for Halloween. Good choice. It's terrifying. I I think that's the one thing. It's like, I would rather sit in like a spooky haunted house for the rest of my life than sit with those people in a room. I would <laughs> rather go to a real haunted house, like a real, yeah. like, hey, this place is haunted. Let's go do a ghost investigation. I would rather do that, I think. Totally. I would rather have you like sit me in a room, like a padded room with the door shut and have it dark than deal with those people. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. It's All terrifying right. that those people exist. That's the, the terrifying bit about it. And we will not be the least bit surprised if we see that they've been arrested at any point. No. And I, I, I forgot to look up. I don't think anyone has died. But I'm sure at some point someone will from it. Yeah. Even if it's like a like something is not simple, but like a heart attack or something where it's like the sheer stress of the environment and everything. Totally. And like after yeah. people like... Um, like one person lasted four and a half hours and then like their exit interview, they were like, you did amazing. Oh my God, blah, blah, blah. And they're like so friendly. And I'm like, you guys are fucked. Like you're fucked. That's weird. And I wonder like the exit interviews kind of almost sound like a trophy thing. Like for the guy that creates it. Like, oh, I want to see how badly I fucked these people up. And it's filmed though. Like their whole torture thing is filmed on like a little like like camera we used to bring it looks like blair witch project almost right yeah it's not like it's like like 4k like high definition shit it's like yeah it's it's you know encroaching on a snuff film um yeah absolutely wow well but yeah excellent choice for halloween because i have the ickies now i Um, hope they kind of listen to this and then like give us bad reviews because it'd be really funny (laughs) (laughs) We thrive on that. I do. That that's our kink. Bad reviews. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let's get into mine now. Mine is not not any light, more lighthearted. So I'm sorry. Um. Full disclosure. I wanted to give a shout out. I stole this idea from another podcast that I listened to called Autumn's Oddities. Uh. Make sure you check her out. I didn't know about this until she covered it. So that's why I wanted to give her credit because I blatantly was like, I'm gonna do that. Um. <laughs> So I didn't realize that there is a true story behind the movie Candyman, uh, but apparently there is, although no one involved in the movie has ever admitted it. Um, but it's it's like a blatant, like, well, I'll talk about it at the end of this. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a blatant pull from this event that happened. Uh, so I thought it'd be a good one for Halloween because there's a horror movie involved and that's my Halloween connection. I love it. Um, so today we're going to talk about the murder of Ruthie Mae McCoy. 
So um, I read like the original article from 1987, the year the murder took place, and the article described Ruthie as, quote, the type who talked to herself and cursed strangers on the street. Um, So Ruthie actually suffered from residual type schizophrenia and was burdened with paranoia her whole life. Um, Leading up to her death, though, neighbors said she turned over a new leaf. She started attending adult night classes to get her GED. She had sought treatment. She was uh, she was just doing a lot better for herself. Mm -hmm. She was 52 years old and lived on her own when she met her unfortunate end. Um, So a good source of her paranoia was where she lived. She lived in a high rise building on the south side of Chicago that was part of a housing project. Uh, her specific building was called the Grace Abbott Homes, and it was one of the most dangerous buildings in the area. The building itself was in rough shape. The elevators never worked, and the hallways were, like, dark and gross and dingy, um, and it was most definitely not a five-star resort. Um, on top of that, the residents were mostly, like, drug addicts and gangsters, and some were known to get violent, uh, like, in the hallways and stuff. There was lots of fights. There was constantly cops at this place. Yeah. Um, on the evening of April 22nd, 1987, Ruthie dialed 911 for a puzzling emergency. The opera- the operator really had no idea what was happening on the other end. The operator really had no idea what was happening on the other end of the line, but the call went something like this. Ruthie, I'm a resident at 1440 West 13th Street and some people next door are totally tearing this down, you know? Dispatcher, what are they doing, ma'am? They want to break in? Ruthie, yeah, they throwed the cabinet down. I'm in the projects on the other side. You can reach uh, can reach my bathroom. They want to come in through the bathroom. She gave her address and the dispatcher told her that the police were on her, their way. Uh, but, like, he didn't really know what she was saying. She wasn't really making any sense. Okay. So the dispatcher assigned the police car to the report, uh, filing it as a disturbance with a neighbor. Uh, so because of the reputation of the apartment building, police took their sweet-ass time getting there because they assumed it was just another fight between tenants um another 911 call came in from a different unit at 902 p.m the woman reported hearing gunshots from ruthie's apartment at 904 a third call came in also reporting gunshots from inside ruthie's apartment i'm talking too fast i'm out of breath give me a second <laughs> four officers finally arrived at the building at 9 10 p.m they knocked on ruthie's door let her know it was the police and then they waited Ruthie did not come to the door. They radioed into the dispatcher asking them to call Ruthie back to let her know they arrived, but the phone just rang and rang from inside the apartment so the cops could hear it, like, outside the door. Okay. Um, two additional offers ha- offers officers had arrived at this time, and they went into, the like, the downstairs office to get Ruthie's spare keys, but when they tried to unlock the door, the key didn't fit for some reason. Um, so my first thought here was, well, obviously they broke the door down, uh, but I should have known better. At 9.48 p.m., they left. What? Uh, they just left. But there's the reports next... of gunshots. You're supposed to go in. They just left. Okay. Um, <laughs> the next night, Ruthie's neighbor called the police again. She was concerned because Ruthie usually stopped by her apartment in the morning and the evening just to say hello, like, on her way to her class and on her way home. She would stop to chit-chat. But Ruthie had not come by at all that day. The neighbor uh, saw the commotion from the night before and was worried something was wrong. So police showed up once again, along with security guards from the housing project. Once again, Ruthie did not answer the door. At this point, some of the officers finally thought, hey, we should break the door down. But the security guards discouraged this, saying they didn't want to get sued by the tenant for the damage. So once again, the police left. Why are they listening (laughs) to the security guards? What the fuck? I I feel like there's... So, like, I know the whole, like, you could sue thing, but there's a... There's a, there's a 
what's the word not a law but like reasonable belief type thing where you can yeah. break the door down to make sure someone's okay yeah absolutely. Uh, but no they left okay uh so the next day the same concerned neighbor called the landlord's office this time to express her concerns at 1 p.m someone from the housing project arrived at ruthie's apartment along with a carpenter who drilled uh through the lock on the door to get the door open inside they found poor Lu- ruthie laying in a pool of blood her apartment had been ransacked and her belongings were scattered all over the floor in her bathroom, they found a large hole where the medicine cabinet should have been. Uh, when they looked through the hole, they could see the pipes, but beyond that, they could see inside the neighboring unit. It would appear uh, as if someone had climbed through the medicine cabinet in that unit and through Ruthie's mirror in her bathroom. What the fuck? And did they go to the neighboring unit to be like, what the hell? <laughs> they did eventually, yes. Um, so Ruthie had been shot four times, according to her autopsy. Once in the shoulder, once in the thigh, once in her abdomen through her liver, and the last through her chest. The autopsy also reported that the poor woman might not have died instantly, and the cause of death was internal bleeding. Oh, Ruthie was officially pronounced dead at 4.35 p.m. on Friday, April 24th, two whole days after she dialed 911. Uh, now, when I first read out this case, I was like, what the fuck do you mean someone broke in from behind the bathroom mirror? But apparently this was super common in this building. Um, And it had been happening for over a year in multiple different units that all shared walls. People would bust in to, like, rob their neighbors. Someone use it uh, as, like, escape tunnels while running away from cops. What the fuck? And no one was doing anything about it. Like, every time it would happen, they were just like, oh, I guess we'll put the medicine cabinet back up. Like, Like, is it, like, like, sandpaper walls? Like, what the fuck? Honestly, it's just, like, like, little little sheets of walls. Yeah. yeah no one was doing anything to to prevent this from happening so the building was designed with the pipes behind the medicine cabinets so that landlords and repairmen could have easy access when repairs were needed which is obviously much more important than people's lives and their safety and everything totally um so originally the story didn't make the local news because there were so many killings in the area uh literally three other murders within days of ruthie's Uh, It wasn't really shocking to hear a story like this. The only press coverage was on June 10th when the Chicago Tribune announced that police had arrested two suspects in her murder. The two killers, 19-year-old Edward Turner and 25-year-old John Hondras, uh, they both lived in the same housing project, but not in her her building or the apartment beside her. Um, However, the apartment they broke in from was occupied by one of John's relatives. So he knew the people, he was there, and then they broken um they assumed the killers wanted to rob her for cash although it's unclear if they got away with any um ruthie was not very well off and uh most likely did not keep wads of cash in her home they did however steal her tv and her rocking chair both of which were recovered at one of their houses they also stole her telephone i know tv kind of makes sense but like the rocking chair was very weird and also kind of made me sad because ruthie was like a not old, she was only 52, but I just pictured like, this sweet lady just chilling in a rocking chair. I was like, why yeah. would you take that? Um, they also stole her telephone, which was never recovered. Um, if you remember back to the day that they had broken in, the police could hear the phone ringing from inside the apartment, which means the killers were most likely in the apartment while the police were knocking at the door and they left afterwards taking the phone with them. That's fucking insane. And that, that if they had just broken down the door... Um, we went they they we know what the fuck happened right away <laughs> yeah um i will say the uh the person who did the autopsy said that ruthie most likely would not have survived even if they did act quickly yeah but just like the sense of justice i think i don't know like just do um, your fucking job yeah 
So the men were charged with murder, home invasion, armed robbery, armed violence, and residential burglary. Um, poor Ruthie suffered a tragic, violent death. And I scrolled too far. Um, and to add salt to the wounds, the way the police handled the case was just horrific. Not only did they not bust down the door and they left Ruthie laying in her own blood for two days, there was never any formal investigation into their mishandling of the case. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Um, I didn't look too far into it, but there was another case, I believe it was before Ruthie, where it was a woman in a different neighborhood, like a more middle class neighborhood, not the projects. Uh, same kind of thing happened. The 911 call wasn't responded to quickly enough and they like immediately opened an investigation and blah, blah, blah. But Ruthie's case, they were just like, meh, it happened. Because like, it's um, like lower income housing. Exactly. Like, eh, exactly. That's fucking Exactly. Disgusting. Not our problem. Um, human being. So yeah, like, I don't. I don't think Ruthie. I mean, I guess the guys were arrested or whatever, so maybe she got justice. But I don't know. It still left a sour taste in my mouth. Um, so Ruthie's death is rumored to have been the inspiration behind Candyman. Uh, but like I said earlier, this has never really con- been confirmed. There are a lot of weird similarities, though, and that's enough for me. Um, first and foremost, Candyman is about a creepy killer coming out of a mirror to kill his victims. It's kind of like uh, Bloody Mary, where you say his name X amount of times, and then there he is, and then you die. Mm-hmm. Um, so people believe this is inspired by Ruthie's killers coming through her medicine cabinet mirror. Okay. they literally came through the mirror and killed her. I've um, seen the this movie. movie. I didn't even know this movie. I think I did. It sounds familiar. Um, yeah. I definitely read a synopsis for this episode, <laughs> <laughs> just to make sure. There's a newer version of it. I want to say a Jordan Peele did it in, like recently like 2019 at the the latest um but the original movie was from the 90s okay um but yeah it did there was a new version a couple years ago um so the the movie takes place in a public housing complex in chicago just like the one ruthie lived in uh in fact the movie refers to the complex as cabrini green complex which is a real housing project located very close to ruthie's building um there are also two characters with suspiciously similar names to ruthie so one woman is named Anne marie mccoy so she shares a last name with ruthie may mccoy um there's also reference to a, a woman literally named ruth uh, named ruthie so from the synopsis i read on all that's interesting.com quote in Candyman, an anthropology student named helen is gathering urban legends for her thesis when she stumbles across the story of Candyman, a sort of cross between bloody mary and the Hookman killer it, uh, he appears when you say his name into a mirror five times, then guts you with his hook hands. The janitors at Helen's school tell her a story about a woman named Ruthie, who they believe was killed by the Candyman. In the movie, they say Ruthie heard banging and smashing like someone was trying to make a hole in her wall, so she called 911, but they didn't believe her. Well, there we go. <laughs> so you simply cannot tell me that this movie was not inspired by Ruthie's death. I was like, wait, um, I don't know much why they won't confirm it. Yeah, I don't know why they won't confirm it. I don't know. Um, but they won't. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and confirm it now. <laughs> and yeah, um, I feel very sad for Ruthie. Uh, That's so sad. I didn't really get into it, but she like really changed her life around. And um, she, because she was going to school and everything, they had like increased her, uh, like her social payments, like her, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not welfare, but like her social assistance uh, payments. Yeah. And she actually had saved enough to like move out of the projects. Oh, wow. And she was in the process of trying to move out of there. So just, yeah, the whole thing made me sad and gave me the ickies. Yeah, I don't like that. So I was like, let's talk about it. <laughs> and, like, another one where cops are just trash. Absolutely trash. I Like, the handling of the case was one thing, but then they're just like, we don't need to investigate it. We did our best. Yeah. I don't know. Like, no, you didn't do Very your best Very gross to all. me. 
You went to a door that knocked on it and then left. I could have done that. Yeah. You know? But yeah, so that's uh, Candyman slash Ruthie Mae McCoy. Yeah, that's sad. And it's the one thing is like you if the cops got called by somebody else, I could understand why they wouldn't break into the apartment. But if the person that was in the apartment is the one calling the cops, it's a little yeah. different. <laughs> I feel like she wouldn't mind if you busted the door down. Yeah. But not only that, like like you said earlier, there was reports of gunshots. So to me, yeah. that says someone is injured and or dead and you should probably get in there and investigate. I don't know. Yeah. And like and too much common sense. So what, what worst case, you fucking have to put a new door up. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> like whatever. Yeah. That's fucked. Um, and I think they, they never fixed the uh, cabinet issue, from what I understand. They just... Just put a just new medicine cabinet over it? Yeah. Yeah. They just... Until the so, next. So... Until the next. That's fuck. America. America. Wow. Yeah. Honestly, America um, hates people. Like, it just hates humans. Literally, yeah. 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 If you're not a billionaire, then eh. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You don't, you don't matter. That's it. That's it. I mean, even here. Here's pretty bad. Yeah. No, just society as a whole. Yeah, um, on that positive note, that cheery, happy note, yeah, <laughs> come be our friend. Come hang out with us. Our Instagram is the Spooky Hour Podcast. The Twitter is at Spooky Hour, and the email is the Spooky Hour Podcast six 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 at gmail dot com. But again, hiatus for a little bit. For a little bit, we'll let you know. Um, feel free to say hi to us. Like I said, I'll be popping it on the socials every once in a while. Um, we hope you have a lovely, I mean, we're early, but because we won't be recording, we hope you have a lovely holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy New Year. Happy all of that. Happy Halloween. Um, (laughs) Happy Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) The most important. (laughs) Um, and we'll miss you guys. We'll see you soon. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Bye. Bye. Bye.